Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Straight Shot Health Talk. This is your host, Dr. Kevin. And for this episode, there is also going to be a video variant of this on YouTube. So you can go to the Straight Shot Health Talk uh, YouTube channel and see it if you prefer a more video uh, or audio visual approach rather than just the sound of my voice here. Uh, but today, what we're going to talk about is acute and chronic pain. And really, is there this big difference? Because what you'll typically hear in the healthcare world, and if you're typically going to your doctor there, or if you read stuff on the news, it, it, everybody seems to divide pain into whether, it, you know, acute pain or chronic pain. Chronic pain being big, the big issue, and uh, we don't know what chronic pain is, and we don't know how to treat it, blah, 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 and, and acute pain is easy. And really, when we understand the pain triangle, remember, I've been really kind of reinforcing this, this uh you know how you take pain science and you put it in a conceptual framework that makes sense and that it, that fits the science so what we know how our body creates and processes and creates the experience of pain when we understand the pain triangle that you have to have just like in a fire triangle a fuel source an oxidizing agent and a heat source or in the body we talk about those as a sensory component an emotional component and then a cognitive component or thinking feeling and sensing when we understand that it makes understanding acute pain chronic pain this pain that pain easier and it's no longer a mystery anymore but most importantly and what you're hopefully you're going to come to at the end of this this uh, little presentation here is an understanding that all pain is pain and when we try to categorize it in these different ways uh, it's actually harmful because it drives us to ineffective ther therapies and things so when we look at the acute pain experience and um, these are prototypically things like we would say if you have a broken leg people would say that's a, a acute pain or if you have um, you've been in a car accident and something has been sliced or diced, that's the acute pain experience. Or you've just had a surgery and they just took you out of the surgery, that would be an acute pain. And typically, when we're talking about that, we're, we're usually inferring that there's much more of a, uh, a, a peripheral component uh, in the body. Or, or, or remember in, in the nociception versus pain talk we talked about, where really what we're saying is that there's more of a nociceptive or more nociceptive nerve signals coming up to the brain. But not always, which we talked about how you can have nociception, not pain, et cetera, and, and acute pain. Uh, but it is crucial to understand that even in an acute pain experience, even if you have a broken leg, even if you are after a surgery, even if you're ha um, I'm trying to think of some, any other things like you get your arm chopped off, whatever, even in an acute pain experience, you have to have the cognitive and the emotive elements in order to create that pain experience. Again, if your brain is asleep, if you're unconscious and bleeding all over the ground with your arm blown off, you can't experience pain because you have to have an awake and alert pain. And if I, if, if uh, I want you to imagine that pain triangle again, three components, but I want you to kind of imagine in this scenario when we have the experience of pain and we have all this body component, again, arm blown off, surgery, whatever, imagine that one arm of the triangle is really big. That's the sensory component, the fuel source. Big, big, big piece of, of, of the triangle. Now, that's the, a huge, big piece. And the other ones may be smaller. Right? You know, the cognitive or the heat source may be a little smaller side of the triangle. And the effective or emotional component may be uh, uh, not quite as big part either. But you have to have all three of those in order to create the experience of pain. Now, chronic pain is a bit different. And in chronic pain experience, and I'm going to use examples here for like fibromyalgia uh, and chronic back pain. Okay, chronic back pain and fibromyalgia have much more in common than chronic back pain does with acute back pain in most scenarios. And the key here being, as when we're talking about brain pain, 
I, I hate that stupid term because all brain is in or all pain is in the brain. But when we talk about these more central and sometimes little people will mislabel central sensitization or central sensitivity syndromes, et cetera. What we're really talking about, if there's more of these brain related pathways that are overactive. And there are multiple reasons for this, particularly when we look at the risk factors for the development and rate maintenance of chronic pain. Structural changes in the brain themselves, doesn't mean they're permanent, by the way, but things that actually happen in the brain itself that become the major generators. And if you, if you kind of think about this in the way of the pain triangle again, what you would visualize is a triangle that has a big side where that emotion or the effective component, that oxygen to the pain fire is, a big or or slightly less big or, or bigger side that is the cognitive or thinking aspect which we think and we're believed to be true about that pain and then a much smaller side when we're talking about the sensory or the fuel source for the or, uh, for that experience of pain now you can still have a raging fire with minimal fuel right if you have a big blowtorch that has lots of that just creating this massive jet of of, of fire out uh, that fuel that that big old blowtorch can burn basically anything. So you can have a pile of wood. You can have stuff that normally doesn't burn. We're talking about that sensory component. Um, things that would normally be non, that you wouldn't use as a fuel source can now start burning if the heat and oxygen is intense enough. Okay. And so we can have things that you would normally not, sensory information that would normally not be taken and create an experience of pain, so-called normal sensations, that now because we have so much heat, so much oxygen, we can take those quote unquote, normal sensations and create an experience of pain from them. Does that mean the pain is not real? Absolutely not true. Remember, all pain is real. Okay, what it does mean is that if we're going to effectively address, manage and get better from that experience of pain, then we need to focus our, our, our therapies, our modalities as patients and, and people who have pain, we have to focus on the areas that we're going to have good effect with it. And this is because, again, if there's a minimal peripheral or minimal what we call no susceptive component to it, then it doesn't make sense to do therapies that are, are aggressive against no susception that Again, you can have no susception and no pain and pain without no susception. But if you don't have a major no susceptive component and you're you're doing something that is a therapy against a no susceptive pathway, and what I'm specifically thinking of is if we're numbing up a nerve to interrupt a no susceptive nerve signal, but there is not a no susceptive process going on, then we would not believe that that injection would do much for you. Or if it does, it would have to do with the other two elements of the brain, which we'll talk about in a future episode here. It starts making sense. Okay, so again, if you're looking at a fire and you're a firefighter and you're like, whoa, this is, has a lots of oxygen and there's a big old heat source, um, but we don't have this. This is not a fuel problem. It's going to change the way that you fight that fire, right? That's the reason that firefighters understand the pain triangle is that they can approach every fire as an individual fire, break it down as components and manage to fight it effectively. And if we start seeing pain as... Is the pain triangle, then we start understanding that all pain has three elements, both acute and chronic. In certain scenarios, pieces of that triangle may be a greater proportion. Just like in some fires, you may have more of a fuel source, lots of wood, and other ones may have lots of oxygen. Other ones, you may have lots of heat. Pain's the same way. Some scenarios are going to have lots of sensory information. Other ones are going to have lots of effective emotional component. And, lots of, and other ones are going to have lots of cognition or a thinking component to it. But you have to have all three of those in order to create the experience of pain. And then we stop doing this, this separation between acute and chronic pain. 
and making and, and imagining or pretending or, or that they're somehow these vastly different things when they're actually the same. All pain has three elements, just like all fire has three elements. When we understand the elements, now we can effectively address those elements so that we can effectively manage, understand, and treat pain. Okay. Now, the reason this also becomes important is because if you have those components like you would typically describe in a chronic pain scenario, I mean, you have lots of heat and you have lots of oxygen, what happens if you break your leg then? Now you have a high heat source, you have a high oxygen source, and you have a high sensory component or a high fuel source. So the fire is going to rage even more in control, out of control. And as a healthcare provider, if you don't understand this, and you only start addressing your therapies, even in an acute scenario, against the fuel source or that sensory aspect, you're ignoring two-thirds of what creates an experience of pain, which means you're ignoring two-thirds of the potential ways that you can, quote-unquote, fight or combat that pain fire. All right. So the other reason that we that it is vital to understand this stuff, again, we, remember, we, we understand what no susception is not the same thing as pain, that acute and chronic pain both require three elements, so that all pain has three elements and all pain is pain, and that only the composition of our pain triangles differs. This helps us to understand what pain is and what individual experiences of pain are so that we can treat them effectively. Because if we don't understand pain, and we don't understand how these components fit together, then we don't understand how to treat pain or we treat it ineffectively or we prescribe or do therapies that are likely to make the scenario worse uh, or harmful to the patient. All right, so this is absolutely crucial. And again, if you have any questions on this, you can let me know, Dr. Kevin at Straight Shot Health. I keep doing that. Dr. Kevin at straightshothealth.com. And until next time, folks, stay well.